know how you get those things on your to-do list and you keep thinking about it and at first you know maybe it's like the first week or two three weeks gets to a month two months and uh you're like yeah you know what i really need to get on that i'm gonna get on it this weekend i'm gonna do it and then you don't and as that time continues to stretch out you feel more guilty about it and so every time you think about it uh i haven't done that thing yet uh I need to or really need to get to that. And it's almost like you can't quite have inner peace. Uh, that's what I'm resolving tonight. I have meant to have Charles back on the show for quite some time. We had uh, Charles from Howl, Howl for Wildlife, or some people know it as Howl.org. Um, we had Charles back on pretty close to when you guys were launching. I remember you were crazy busy. Uh I think you said that day you had already done like two podcasts. I think I was your third. And I think you, as soon as mine ended, you had another one lined up uh, to go into. <laughs> so uh, things were, <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Yeah. That things, things were, were going really fast. Um, <clears throat> but time has passed, right? And uh, I'm sure Howell has settled into more of a groove now and uh, more of a well-oiled machine and, and not, not so much of the building the airplane as you're flying uh, type of feel to it. And uh, it's still incredibly powerful. But uh, Charles is going to kind of fill us in, give us a little update on what's been going on. And um, he's going to also maybe share some of his opinions on some things. Uh, it's been it's been kind of a strange year so far, I would say, on hunting issues. Um, some things that kind of linger, other things that kind of pop up out of nowhere, it feels like. Um, but we'll, we'll get uh, Charles' perspective on a few of those things. But Charles, I want to start off the bat, getting you fired up a little bit. And uh, I don't know, maybe you probably had somebody send this, send the clip to you, or maybe you listened in as well. But I think it was back in... I want to say it was probably like September, October timeframe. And uh, there was a meat eater trivia episode and uh, um, so somehow Howell came up in the conversation and they had a uh, congresswoman or Senator, I'm not sure some kind of, some kind of uh, some level of lawmaker we'll say uh, who was on the show and, uh, she was like, someone, someone was talking like really positively about how, and she kind of like did a verbal eye roll. And, um, I was like, Hmm, what? And she's like, Oh, those, those, uh, emails, they, they don't help. You need to be more active than, than, uh, just, uh, sending you know, everyone's sending emails. They just go into the the delete file or the junk file or whatever. And I was like, that is not true. I uh, have talked to Charles myself, and uh, I know that he has countless stories of how the flooding of lawmakers' inboxes from Howell have absolutely um, changed things, major changes. But not only that, Charles has said from day one, hey, participate with what with however you're able to participate. That can be a you know financial contribution. That could be a jumping on the email tr uh, train or 
even better yet, you actually call these lawmakers and either leave a voicemail or actually speak to a secretary or speak to the, the, the senator or congressperson themselves. And uh, so did, did you hear anything about that, that little bit of shade that was thrown thrown your way? I have heard nothing about that. <laughs> but no, I can't believe no one sent me that. I'm listening to this. I'm on. why don't, why hasn't Meat Eater had me on to refute it? Um, because that's only fair. Um, yeah, and it wasn't, you know, and to defend Meat Eater a little bit, that was not them. That was, it wasn't a Meat Eater person saying it, it was a guest that they had. And you know what, you know, you know what I really think it was? You know how when people are like an expert, I just had this conversation with my, my coworker yesterday. You know, when people are an expert on like one very niche thing, or they, maybe they're not an expert, but they just deal with it all the time in their regular work. And they like to like, they like to nitpick very positive things. You know what I mean? They like to, they like to be the fault finder, the dissenting voice. And I can be guilty of this too sometimes, you know, but it definitely had that vibe. Like, it's like, all right, all right, come on, come on, you know, but well, well, but is truth to what she's saying. This is an interesting conversation because I've been. It's funny you you brought this up because there's there's been and I don't know if I'm going to get into it or not because I haven't and I'm kind of going back and forth. Um, Howl, I created Howl and to do what it did for that very reason. What mm-hmm. that lady said, what that congresswoman said, that the emails don't work. She's right. What we set up is complete. It's a completely different operation mechanism deliverability. Um, what she's saying is when you use essentially, and this is the truth, I mean, this is just what it is. Any other action center, they're all set up to send the same form letter over Mm -hmm. and over again. And the staffers to legislators, they just, they just filter all that stuff. I've heard this time and time and time again. And it was one reason why I set up Hall to operate differently. Um, and just recently, because now we have kind of proven ourselves to a lot of the um, lobbyists or directors of hunting organizations in different states. Um, I've been having the same conversation over and over with them about how they're telling me, wow, this really works because Mm -hmm. we're getting calls saying, okay, who's doing this? Like, what's going on? Is this you? We're getting all these emails. They're all different. And our emails now um, so it has grown, but our action, each action that you see, um, has a, uh, has basically 6,400 different variations of emails available to them. So that's on average. So what that means is, you know, when somebody comes to take action and if they don't customize or write their own email, um, our system is picking for them one of 6,400 email variations. Wow. So that sounds great, right? But it's back to the to the congresswoman or, or who, uh, um, when their staffers get those emails, they can't filter it because the subject line is different and the email body That's is awesome. different. But for them to put that filter on there is really, really hard to do that. So we are the only mm. um, center 
that does it that way by i mean it's it's like a completely different ball game the work that we're now because we've really changed things from the last time i spoke with you how actions are set up now yeah um it's insane how many variations we have so that's why um so what she said is true which leads me to the other issue why are why do these action centers exist yeah how come all these organizations have them because they know the truth they know if they're working or not so what is it that they're doing then if they're not working and i've been told by too many people who who work for other organizations who are involved at high level or or whatever they've explained to me it's just so they can sell you memberships they -hmm. make you feel good like yep you got involved on this issue and then what happened you gave them all your information and they're selling you memberships and i'm kind of it's frustrating to me yeah. it's frustrating to me because what we're we are doing works and there's a continual push to use frankly bs action centers that aren't doing anything and that's what drives me crazy it's like they aren't doing anything and you know it you've been mm-hmm. doing this for decades decades and decades and um so yeah i guess i'm talking about it now i wasn't going to but <laughs> recently i mean i mean I'm, I'm talking like the state heads people that i'm working with they're telling me this you know and i'm like all right well i'm putting it all together too many people are telling me this this uh, the same thing that i just said and i'm like well i think people need to be called out and i won't name anybody specifically but you can figure it out mm-hmm. and um what drives me crazy is that the uphill battle that we have, the best they can do is to basically, yeah, let's make them think they're doing something and then we'll try and sell them a membership. Mm. And uh, it drives me crazy. That's what the anti hunting organizations do. I, I mean, they tell me the same thing. I'm like, all right, why, when I ask, uh, I asked a guy today about uh, the Center for Biological Diversity because they publicly called us out the other day. They really? took up their testimony call out how for wildlife and i'm like this is interesting they're calling us out that means we must be doing something a little bit different because they're not calling out these other orgs they're not taking up their testimony time and then in montana recently the uh footloose montana anti-trapping organizations in montana took up testimony time articles um writing about how for wildlife trying to figure out who i am they've called old businesses that they thought that i still owned and saying um, we're going to boycott you and shut you down and all that. And I'm like, this is, this is hilarious. The, <laughs> what we're doing, if what we were doing didn't reach the legislators yep. and wasn't, wasn't having an effect, they wouldn't be doing this. And the CBD, one of the largest anti-hunting organizations in the world, certainly one of the most well-funded, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the lady in Oregon the other day took up like half her testimony time to talk about us, to try and discredit what we're doing saying we're manipulating the system which is completely it's not true at all you know but it's like look at what they're they're freaking out right now and i'm frankly they're not talking about anybody else they're talking about us yeah um so that to me is a testimony um that what we have works and and now with a lot of these state organizations and the heads of these organizations that are switching to us and basically saying, you know, why are we paying 
X amount of dollars for this software program that is garbage. <laughs> we, yeah. you know, you guys got to figure you guys got to figure it out. Um, so, so again, this doesn't, what we do isn't the end all answer, but I think a good way to put it is it helps everybody, um, in each state. It really turns the dial, yeah. you know, it, it, it is a, a tool that actually works and it's not just like a feel good thing. It actually goes to these legislators. Um, and it's having, it's having a positive effect. So, so in a way, way what that lady said is a hundred percent true. And, um, you know, that's hearing something like that two, three years ago is why I started to work on Howl. Um, I didn't really put it together that everybody else knows this. And when you go to Jackson, and I hate saying this, but hey, change comes from calling people out sometimes, and I'll I'll do it. Um, it it drives me crazy that now I'm like, all right, I get it. This is just all about money for everybody, and here I am. Guess what? I still haven't paid myself a dime. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm building this thing um, to work and and to be a tool for um, uh, for the people who want to use it, for the people who really are involved in the trenches and really are involved in the fight. Not just saying that they are, you know, posting yeah. something on social media. People who do it for a living, um, because they they are out there, a lot of them out there. Yeah, um, and, uh, that's the people who we, we like working with. Yeah, yeah, very well said. I like how you said that too. It's true, but you could say it doesn't really apply to how. <laughs> what she said is true, but it doesn't apply to how. Um, you you found yeah. you you recognized that fact, and then you worked around it, built your your uh, your program around it, which is fantastic. And and absolutely, this is a this is a passion project uh, for Charles, if you're listening into this and the proof in that is he wouldn't still be going through all this work if, if he wasn't doing it for that reason. It's uh it's a ton of work to put everything together to basically read the virtual newspaper every day and find out what legislation is trying to be, uh, you know, pushed out there and, and keeping his ear to the ground. And I know he's got a team of some helpers that, that have helped with that. And, and, um, you know, even I've reached out to Charles before when something weird came up in my state. And so there's people that do that too. And if you're listening in, you should absolutely do that. If you think there's a way Howell can help with, uh, some hunting, um, so, something that threatens hunting or fishing or, uh, or trapping, especially as that is always at the, the forefront and, and hunting with hounds is always at the forefront of these battles. Um, you need to reach out to, to Charles for sure. But yeah, I like that response. It's good. I'm, I should have said something to you way back when I'll go digging and see if I can, uh, see if I can find that for you and I'll, I'll send it your way so you can, you can get the yeah, no, full context, I'll, but I'll have to watch it. I think it'll be, uh, it'll be good. I'm thinking about putting together a video of, the CBD, all the people that have been wasting their testimony, testimony time on us. And then kind of the, the testimony that we have from, um, these people that work with who are, they know their stuff, their testimony mm -hmm. on us about how it works, why it works, why they're choosing to use us now, which back to what you were just saying about reaching out to us. Um, you know, when I first started how we were kind of, 
developing actions in-house. So, you know, we have a bill tracker or whatever. So we'd see all these bills and we'd develop an action on it. Um, it's a little bit different now. I mean, because I think there's a more effective way to do it and and back to kind of not BSing people. Sure. Um, what we do now is like our, our goal is to have great content or great uh, contacts in each state. And those mm-hmm. contacts are either going to be, you know, a hunting lobbyist or the head of a hunting organization who represents sort of a coalition yeah. rather. Um, like in Oregon, it's a great example. Um, Amy Patrick, she runs the Oregon Hunters Association. And that's like the fishermen and the hunters and the trappers. All those organizations is a part of OHA. And she's ahead of that. Um, when she needs something, she reaches out to us. Awesome. Like, hey, we really need help on this. And that's, that's the awesome. perfect model. Yeah. Because that's what she does for a living. Um, and she knows the bills inside and out. She talks to the legislators. She knows, but this is this is the important part. So instead of us just getting, hey, there's a bill in Oregon and let's make an action out of it and mm-hmm. you know, kind of tell everybody the sky is falling and you need to get involved, right? Yeah. So what I've learned over the last year and a half is sometimes those bills just have no legs at all. Yeah. Like it's the same guy. Yeah. He does it every year. It's the same thing. It never gets past committee or whatever. So I'm like, okay, that's why another reason why I need to know, I need to have these contacts in each state. Cause what I yeah. do um, is I reach out to them. <clears throat> Here's a perfect example. There's a bunch of people reaching out to me. So I'm not saying don't reach out to me, but mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people reaching out to me about this uh, wolf bill in Minnesota. Um, because there was a couple organizations posting about it and I'm like, all right, well, let me call people in Minnesota. <laughs> so I called the Senator. I called the president of the, um, trapping organization in Minnesota. And, uh, then this other guy and I could never get a hold of him and we would like played phone tag a little bit, but he's a lawyer. He's the guy I really want. But anyway, yeah. um, each of them, they said, yeah, it's going to pass the house, but it's never, it's not even going to get to the Senate. It's not going to pass the Senate. We don't see it doing that. Um, and I even talked to a few of the kind of the national hunting organizations and, um, actually one of them. And, um, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't see this bill going anywhere. And people were going crazy. Like, why aren't you involved in this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, um, cause it has no legs and yeah. you know, the, the, the people in that state who it's it's a waste of resources and i feel like yep. if, if we get everybody involved in just every bill there's going to be some um people just going to get weary of yeah. it they're going to get tired of seeing all this stuff and then i feel like we'll lose our effectiveness so yeah i want to be you know i want to be where the people who really know what's going on i want to be where they want us to be Cause I think yeah. that's where we can be the most effective. Um, there's thousands of hunting bills, seriously, thousands of them. And we could blow up every single one of them and do it in house and just, you know, create a, an environment of chaos where, ah, oh, you got to do this. <laughs> and you know how it is. It's like yeah. some of these organizations and then they ask for money every five seconds. And it's like a lot of that's on the, the, the two a side. I'm like, all right, dude, you've sent me six emails today. 
calm down, you know, yeah. I don't want to become that, right. you know? Yeah. And you, there, um, there's like a, there's a, a fine line before organizations like that become spammers. And I think Howell's done a very good job of not crossing that fine line. And that's part of it is sussing that stuff out well, to make sure it's like you said, if it's got feet or not. Yeah. Well, we want to be, um, this whole thing was created not to be like anybody else. It was, Mm -hmm. it was recognizing some problems, recognizing some issues and that's where it started. And now I've learned quite a bit. I've, I've made some really good relationships in a number of States and that's really gone a long ways. And some of those States like Colorado, for instance, was a, man, it was like kind of like pulling teeth because they looked at us just like that legislator, like, Oh, this doesn't work. You guys, you know what I mean? Like, you're you sound really good but yeah i'm like okay let me explain to you the the mechanism of this this is different you know yeah and now um it's cool because you know we had a um the uh the whole wolf reintroduction thing that ended up being a loss but we were really involved in that and and frankly as far as what we do i think we're the only ones doing it which was surprising to me i'm like where is everyone else on this wolf thing and Colorado, like it seems like such a huge issue. And as far as what we do, you know, sending emails and whatever you want to call it, online advocacy or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think we were the only ones doing it and that I noticed on social media. But when the last time we talked a year and a half ago or whatever it was, mm-hmm. uh, about around the same time, I kind of gave a presentation to a bunch of folks in Colorado who run organizations and they were kind of uh I got some pushback for sure well I've developed relationships there and this last time um where the the wolf reintroduction bill where they're trying to get a 10j and and all these different things to basically make a bad situation a little bit better mm-hmm. um we were involved with you know getting emails in and um the uh the main guy that was giving me all the the context and content um he was like hey i know we started off on some shaky ground a while ago but i you really need to know that this is making a difference and they are hearing because he's he's connected he talks to these legislators he knows yeah he's like you know he reached out to me can we develop an action on this so he, they're now coming to us because awesome. they know it actually worked. That's awesome. So why would they waste their time? Because they're very busy people. Why would they waste their time to come to us and then work with us to develop the content and you know who it goes to and all that and then continue to do it? So they realize now we're helping them. Um, we benefit what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it we, Colorado? We add value. What, wasn't what it Colorado? Doing. Wasn't it Colorado that uh, had one of your earliest success stories with, I'm trying to remember what the bill was. It had to do with mountain lions. Yeah. And, yeah, it was uh, the mountain lions. Yep. And uh, the, you were, you, you told us in that podcast, you're like, I know this is about to get shut down because my uh, sources on the, you know, that, that are on the oh, know, yeah. cutting right. edge of, the, of knowing what's going on. Yeah. You're like, they, yeah. they've told me that it's just been insane. The number of emails and calls that they have been flooded with. There's no way 
that they're going to feel comfortable past. I don't even remember what it was exactly. It was something about hunting mountain lions in, in Colorado, but you know, as awesome of a success story as that was, I got to think it was, it was, um, banning, uh, mountain lion and, and bobcat. And that's uh, right. And lynx also, which was already. Yeah. Which was, it was interesting how that was on there because wasn't it like lynx have not been detected in, like no one's seen a lynx in Colorado in such a long time, but I mean, as part of its, its historic range. So they just wanted to, they, they just wanted to blanket cover it, I'm sure. But, but no, it was an awesome yeah. success story. And, uh, you know, since then, have there been any other like really big hang your hat on, um, uh, type success stories that, that you can think oh, of? Oh yeah. I, I would, I would honestly have to go back and look at our oceans, but cause I forget, um, I, I, we have, we've had so many last year, I think we did 38 actions if I remember wow. right. Um, and then, um, I don't know how many we've had this year. It's been, it's been quite a few and our actions have been, um, I think way better this year just because we're working with better people, more mm. people, There's, mm-hmm. just, you know, um, the, the, the email variability has grown to in, insane uh, levels, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, let's see. I'll just try and think of a few. Florida, the right to hunt and fish in Florida, yeah. um, that's going to the twenty twenty four ballot. And the main guy, he's one of the main guys involved in this whole thing, one hundred percent. And, and he had been following us before and he totally gets what it is we're doing and why it works. He said this would not have happened without the help of, of Howell. Like he awesome. thinks, and I, and I don't know if I agree with that, like fully. I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I know we helped. I know we helped. Um, maybe it is true because it was, it had never been attempted. They didn't know how, what this was going to get. And it was like unanimous. I think there was one person that voted against it. So it was like the easiest thing in the house and Senate. Yeah. And, um, that's a huge, that was a huge win right there. Um, recently we had one, um, it was a horse, a wild horse bill in Nevada, um, oh, yeah. that got shut down. I know we helped out with that. Um, but what I like hearing is win, lose, Win or lose, I like hearing that so you can listen into testimonies a lot mm-hmm. from legislators or house house uh, meetings or whatever, Senate meetings. And they'll start talking about all the different emails they're getting and like yeah. the number of hunters that are suddenly involved. I'm like, well, wait a second. I mean, these action centers have been around for a long time. What do you mean hunters suddenly involved? <laughs> so, i know that's, they're talking about that's us. a good that's, that's a like, good testimony there we're, yeah we're not gonna win everything you know hunters mm-hmm. aren't gonna win everything here but i like hearing that at least i know that that's having an effect you know what i mean that's right. if, if i if we weren't having an effect i certainly would not be doing this yeah that'd be the craziest uh I don't even know what I would call it, but it'd be the biggest waste <laughs> of time in my entire life. Yeah. Believe me, this has been the, the, I've never spent more time on anything, anything. Yeah. 
yeah. in such a short amount of time than I have on on this. And that's you know starting a year before we launched too. That was mm-hmm. yeah. I remember you talking about that. There had been a ton of previous work that just laying the foundation that you had done. And I really want to say, Charles, on behalf of the hunting and fishing and trapping communities, you know, thank you. This is, it changes the game. And I think if every hunter, every reasonable minded hunter, if they really are honest, um, I think they've probably had this thought over the last five to 10 years I wonder if this is going to be around for my kids or if, if not affecting them, is it going to be around for my grandkids? And, um, I feel like I feel so much more positive about answering that question, you know, with my own outlook on it since Howell came around. And so, uh, yeah, just a huge thank you to, to you and everyone involved and, and for making it, so practical and so easy for us all to participate. That, that's huge, man. Um, before that's, we, uh, that's we, super awesome to hear. Um, Oh, absolutely. I am looking at, uh, I'm looking at some old action. So yeah, Oregon, this one, this one was recent. There was a fan, um, that we successfully beat. And again, that one, um, after that, like the, the fur organizations and, a lot of the organizations in Oregon started reaching out and they're just like, man, this was really awesome. Like we, we've never been able to do what, what you've been able to do. And then because of that, um, groups like, um, oh, the, um, stock associations and, mm. uh, cattle, cattle, cattlemen groups, yeah. they're reaching out, trying to buy what we have. Because <laughs> they're like, how do we do this? And I'm like, well, I don't really have it set up to buy. Um, yeah. Currently, I'm kind of working on that, but we can we can still do actions for you. Like we can brand it for you and all that. So we can we can do all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But uh, that's another, I think, testimony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We have these outside organizations like, uh, we need the, how do you, we need this. Can we buy it? We're, you know, right. So, um, which just reminds me right now, I need to get back to an email that a lady sent me about, uh, about that very thing. But, um, yeah, we had, um, another Colorado one was hunter safety course in public schools. Uh, South Carolina just got its Sunday hunting this year. I remember that one. Uh, That's a great one. California last year. This is after we talked, but, we we did the uh we defeated any any halt on bear hunting uh whatsoever in california that was different from the original one of how we uh kind of started um Hmm. montana had uh to allow non-residents to trap in montana um that one just passed and was signed by the uh by the governor um feral horses we've had some good success on that in arizona and now in nevada um yeah let's see i'm just kind of going through some of the the lists here of course the the 10j waivers and all that in colorado it's successful because we passed the house and the senate but the governor vetoed them um Mm. so yeah that was uh 
that's that was a letdown but also expected but we've also had success in canada too because we do some stuff in canada there too yeah with their, uh, they had some gun stuff which actually on monday um there'll be another um progression i think of that c21 bill in canada that we're um we're going to put up live and and i have a great contact there in canada who is super smart he the guy just knows everything that's going on he articulates awesome. everything well and it's like those are the people that i need to work with you know the yeah. the, the people who just really know what's going on they're uh invaluable yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's, uh, that kind of gets to my last part here before we uh, hang this one up. Uh, any other, uh, hot actions that people need to keep an eye on right now, or, uh, obviously they can go to howl.org and see what's in the action center, but, uh, yeah. any, any other, uh, big ones that you foresee coming up that people really need to be watching for? Not well, there's what we have live right now and there will be a few more because um, legislative seasons kind of coming to an end mm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's some bills that have survived, which we'll be working on those. There's a gun bill in California that wants to put like an extra, another 11% tax on anybody who buys a gun to wow. fund, um, to fund uh, gun violence uh, prevention or something. And we're just like, wait a second, that shouldn't come from people who are legally purchasing guns. If you're going to do that, it should come from everybody. Right. You know, right. another tax. Um, so that one, um, we just have to um, uh, update the uh, the decision makers on that. Um, Oregon's got a few things going on that are live. It's, it's uh, um, basically kind of regional representation for their commission. So right mm-hmm. now, kind of based on um oh what's it called when you vote basically most of the people who are on the commission they're they'll like be where the big cities are but it's like wait oh yeah 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 state representation for every part and um to make it just more honest really and the tribes are behind it as well which is great and that's the one where the cbd was railing on how for wildlife because we got so many people involved in it and they're like no this isn't like all these people aren't real is basically what they're saying i'm like what (laughs) okay that's a that's an interesting i haven't heard that one before where now there's fake people you know yeah right yeah um the uh the oregon right to hunt fish forage gather and food bill um we're hoping we get that put up for a vote um see a lot of these just kind of sit there Mm -hmm. and they might not get put up for a vote they just sort of die they just kind of go away um there's um uh the the other ones that are coming out next week but yeah not a lot of most of the the season's kind of coming to an end which is great because i'm getting super busy with my with my job that pays me. <laughs> yeah. so. well, well, that's good. I'm glad you can get a breather in there. And if you're tuning in, you absolutely need to uh, get involved. Uh, as as Charles has made it very clear, he works very hard to stay on the bleeding edge of all these issues. And uh, you should uh, reward his effort by taking up your own part and taking a stand you know get in there and let your voice be heard and and uh recently we had jake hofer of exodus trail cameras on a pick and bones episode i think it was uh last week or two weeks ago and uh, he talked about the kansas trail camera 
uh, bans and uh, uh, how that when that state uh, commission was was uh, deciding how they were going to um, if they were going to ban it or not. And they had a public hearing. There was like only one hunter there. And uh, he made his he raised his voice to his credit, his huge credit for being there and for raising his voice. But he was pretty easily uh, shouted over, not literally, thankfully, but but I mean, uh, the, there was way more dissenting voices uh, present, and uh, look what Kansas just lost. So uh, it's so important to uh, stay involved, and as as Charles has really shown, um, you may not come across many anti-hunters in your own experience, but they are out there, and they want to take this away, and they want to make it harder for you to be able to hunt and probably even a bigger threat as i talked about just a little bit ago uh those that you care about for future generations having a harder time of being able to go and so it's critically important that you get active and uh howl makes it so easy so easy so follow them on instagram go to howl.org get a get an account and then go to the action center and uh go on there and start sending emails to all these all these uh, uh different uh legislators that need to hear your voice so thank you very much charles for for helping with that thank you to everyone listening in please remember this podcast is presented by spartan forge spartan forge is such a handy tool i love to use it year round i use the mapping the most but during deer season i whip out the deer behavior prediction aspect of that based on radio collar data from uh, universities and and uh, other agencies that have monitored deer behavior for decades and uh, bill put all that together with his military intelligence experience and uh, you got yourself the best deer behavior prediction app on the market so go over to spartan forge you can find a link in the show notes or in my instagram bio Go to my link tree and click on it. You can download Spartan Forge for free and then subscribe to whatever features you need. And uh, you will be glad that you did. I guarantee it. And then don't forget about good old Alex Gruen of East to West Hunts. Alex is my hunt planner. He's my tag app guy. He keeps me in the game for getting out west or I have, of course, some really uh, niche interests in the East Coast as well for a few different species. Um, And someday when I finally make it up to Alaska, uh, I can guarantee you that Alex is going to be a part of that plan as well. He does everything from gear rental to uh, the tag applications, uh, help you build points, and even send you waypoints on, you know, where you're going to be hunting. So make sure you talk to Alex, go over to eastwesthunts.com, use the promo code firstgen10, save yourself 10% on uh, that bill for whatever it is that you're buying from Alex. And you can use that money to go and donate to Howl or buy a sweet sweatshirt like I did or a nice hat like uh, Charles has on right now. But whatever, whatever you do, make sure it's out in the woods and make sure you take someone with you. Thank you so much for listening in. Please, if you have not yet, leave a five-star review. We love those. Helps get the First Gen Hunter voice out to more ears. And uh, that's, that's the goal here. So until next time, everyone, take care and take someone hunting.